Today, I'm thinking about Mary. It is the month of May, and next week, it is the 100th anniversary of the first apparition of Our Lady of Fatima. I think I've told you, though, that I have actually, however, been thinking about Mary a lot the last year. In particular, I wonder why she has so many titles. To ask, who's your favorite Mary, is really not a good question, because we know it's the same Mary. When Portuguese people in my parish ask me why we don't have a statue of Our Lady of Fatima, I point at the statue of Our Lady of Grace and I say, there she is, it's the same Mary. But still, she doesn't appear as the same Mary everywhere. She does have hundreds, maybe thousands of titles. I think of it this way. She's our mother. She wants to meet us where we are. She wants to speak our language. She wants us to relate to her and to relate to us. More so, God allows her to do all this. So, she is the Queen of Heaven, and Our Lady of Grace, and La Morenita, and Our Lady of Fatima. That doesn't take away from the fact that she is Mary of Nazareth, the mother of Jesus. I think it adds to it. I'm Deacon Pedro, and this is the Salt and Light Hour. Hello and welcome to another all-new Salt and Light Hour. I'm Deacon Pedro. And I'm Emily Callen. I'm Billy Chan. Hello. So so last week we pleaded, I think that it, that we were on our knees, yes. okay. pleading for worked. people. It, it, yeah, it worked. It worked. And, and I want to mention two. So we got uh, two hellos uh, that I want to mention. One from Marla Calder. She listens to our show from New Brunswick. Wow. And she said she's Marla. excited to hear Canadian content on the Catholic Channel. She listens to the program on the Catholic Channel, Sirius XM. Um, so, hello, Marla. Thank hello. you for sending. Hello. Billy says hello. He wants you to write to him. Write more. More every day. <laughs> um, and also, we heard from Eileen Mary Harris. And she tweeted, love to listen to your show on Saturdays as I run errands and do chores. So um, it's good to know that we help people with their chores. Um, and she says, keep up the great work. Now, she didn't respond to my question as where she was listening from. So wherever you are, Eileen, thank you for writing. <laughs> write again. You. Now, the other thing we did, did you guys see the poll on Twitter? We did a poll about yes. Mary. Yes. Okay, so you, you know you can do a poll. Um, we know. Um, uh, <laughs> who's your favorite Mary? Who's your favorite Mary, Emily? Our Lady of Guadalupe. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind you of a actually, classic. I think you tweeted that, actually. I yeah, did. yeah, she's good. And Billy? I have, you know, I have no preference. Are you going to be like like all of them? Yeah. <laughs> every Mary. All uh, Come on, a thousand Billy. Marys. Is it, is it political correct if I say every Mary? Every Mary. Okay, no. So, so we got all these people. You're going to make one of the Marys jealous, yeah. though. <laughs> we got all these people saying, like, um, that that all that, that that that's the wrong question. That who's your favorite Mary? Because they're all the same Holy Mother. Yeah. Okay. We know that, right? We know. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's one Mary, Mary of Nazareth. But, and I just explained in my opening commentary why I think that Mary appears in different places under different titles, right? Because as she wants to relate to Billy in Chinese, <laughs> and Chinese he wants Mary? to relate to Emily in French. Right, so that's why I think that we we can connect with Mary because she meets us where we are. Uh-huh. Now, Father Edward Looney. Uh, so this came in through Twitter. Father Edward L- Edward Looney. Hello, Father Ed. She said, "Our Lady of Borang and Our Lady of Champion, which apparently is an approved apparition in Wisconsin. Had you guys heard about? No, about those I hadn't two? heard about those. No. And uh, my buddy Robert Fiducia said, "Our Lady of Perpetual Help." Mm. Now I know you guys got other comments. Uh, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So what, what do you guys have? I have um, a Paula here. Yeah. To talk about uh, the, she changed. I mean, change from like Lady of Fatima to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yeah, it's so hard to choose. She used to be. She okay, okay, okay. Used she, to she's like converted to Our Lady of Guadalupe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, Paula. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. Interesting. From Facebook. Yeah. Uh, someone here said uh, Benedicte Giordana. Okay. Uh, she said it's really difficult to pick one. Um, you know, she mentioned Fatima, Our Lady of the Apparition. Um, Our Lady of the sorry, Apparition. Sorry, sorry. I'm not reading this <laughs> properly. I'm sorry. It's, it's a very a, it's long. A long it's, it's a very long so this message. This is from Instagram. This is, yes, this is from Instagram. I'm like, why, why are these so long? I think, <laughs> yeah. she, I think she's French, eh? Benedict. Benedict. No? Could be. That's no, they Chinese call Benedict. Really? Yes, so I know someone. I, anyway, she might be Chinese. Well, anyway, she, she finished with she reading. finished with uh, Our Lady of Lourdes. Our Lady of Lourdes is good. That used to be Special my parish. Special devotion to, yeah. So I think that we're going to, lots of comments, lots of people interested in loving Mary. Our poll, I think we got, so 16% other. They didn't tell us who the others were. I mm. think the only person that emailed with Father Ed Looney to say Our Lady of Borang and Our Lady of Champion. Uh, 17% went with Our Lady of Guadalupe. 37% went with Our Lady of Fatima. And 30% went with Our Lady of Lourdes. Okay. So, Lourdes, there you go. Um, now, there's still time for people to write to us. Of yes? course. Still time to tell Forever. us who, who your favorite Mary is. Um, and why do you think that Mary appears in so many different places under under so many different titles? Um, so so you can share us your thoughts. You can write to us. Email radio at saltandlighttv.org or through Facebook or Twitter. I'm Deacon Pedro GM. I'm at Emmy Callen. I'm at B Joe Chan. B J O E C H A N. Okay, good. So now we need to we Please need to get right to me. <laughs> <laughs> Billy is on his knees. Yeah. So yeah. Emily, we, yes. we have some news today. You're going to tell we us. Uh, you're going to give us details uh, on. I presume the the some details. The I mean, we don't have uh, a lot of time, right? So yes, anniversary some of details. Yeah. Oh, I'm you're, sorry. You're not going to give us. I, no, I mean, no, I don't mean right now, but during your news segment, you're, you're assuming give us, I'm uh, going to talk about something when I'm. Not gonna talk. <laughs> Next weekend is the 100th anniversary of Fatima celebrations. The Pope will be in Fatima, Portugal. I do hope that in the news today, Emily will mention uh, at least mention that event. Um, but we'll get to that shortly. Um, Billy, you have a question yes. in B <laughs> Church get, for I, Dummies. I didn't, get, <laughs> yes. I didn't get to say what I wanted to talk about. What were you going to talk about? Sorry. Yes. <laughs> you asked me the question. You didn't wait for the answer. I know. I'm sorry. I'm kind of one gun. of those things in theater when, you know, like two people yeah, are talking improv. about, you know, yeah, th they yeah. think they're talking bad about the same improv. thing. Bad improv. No, yeah. I thought you were going to say, you know, Egypt, because last week we didn't have a chance oh. to talk about Egypt. See, so I, that already, was, I already moved on. Well... <laughs> You know, some of us need more time. Yeah, actually, there were some big news in Egypt that we probably need to talk about. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. okay, so Egypt, details on Egypt. Where's the camera? Details on <laughs> Egypt coming up uh, with Emily in about five minutes um, and maybe details on Fatima. Um, okay, I will talk about Mary. And and Billy's going to ask questions about Mary. Mary, yes. Mary in the mass? In the mass. In the mass, okay, good. Billy can talk about Fatima. Fatima. No, actually, in our um, in our uh, after that, Sister Mary Paul Curley will be back. She's going to tell us about... Uh, Fatima Films. Oh. She's going to review films. She's going to tell us about the, the greatest Fatima films. That's in about 15 minutes. And then in our second half hour, speaking of acting, Emily, we're going to be speaking with actor Leonardo De Filippis. He's involved in a project called Queen of Heaven, Mary's Battle for You. So we are talking about Mary. Um, it's published by St. Benedict Press. Um, and it's, like I said, all about Mary. We're very excited to have a reason to speak with Leonardo De Filippis. And, of course, also 
about Mary. That's in about half an hour. And at the end of the program, we're going to be reconnecting with someone who's been doing Catholic music forever. I probably have about five of his CDs mm-hmm. back here. Um, Jesse Manibusen. Um, he has a new album with composer Ken Canedo called Fish With Me. So we're going to start with a title track of that new album, Fish With Me. And Jesus said, oh, 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 come and follow me. Jesus said, oh, 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 leave behind your net, I call you. Oh, 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 come and fish with me, and your life will never be the same again. Jesus saw them fishing by the shore of Galilee Casting out their nets into the sea Simon, Peter, Andrew, all the kids of Zebedee Waiting in their boats so patiently And Jesus said Oh, 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 be behind your nets, I call you. Oh, 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 come and fish with me, and your life will never be the same again. A rich young person came to Jesus looking for how can I obtain eternal life? Jesus told him, honor the commandments of the Lord And sell off all your riches for the poor And Jesus said, oh, come and follow me Jesus said, oh That was Jesse Manibusen with Fish With Me from Jesse Manibusen and Ken Canedo's new album of the same name. And we're going to be speaking with Jesse Manibusen. That's at the end of the program. And in about five minutes, uh, Mary in the Mass with Billy Chan on uh, Church for Dummies. Um, but first, Emily is 
still here with our news. You so, sound disappointed. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about how I was so excited about news of Fatima, and I completely already I know, forgot about I Egypt. Know. But Egypt is is important. It was well, historic. It is, yes, it, it it was historic. Yeah. Um. Exactly. And again, like because I don't have a lot of time, like I'm not going to cover everything in the right. show. Um. But. People can watch Vatican Connections this week. It plays every Friday at eight, yes. and so airs. Sorry, and uh, and we'll I'll be definitely be covering uh, the Pope's trip to Egypt this week. Yes, and you, they can also our viewers. You can also go on our blog to read yeah. all of the Pope's speeches. Um, SaltandLightTV.org. <laughs> I don't think we we repeat we that a lot, repeat but that it's enough, a, no, but yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah, good. So all the all the speeches, everything's there. News Vatican Connections is already online. You can yes. watch it. Also SaltandLightTV.org slash Vatican Connections, Vatican Connections. It's anyway, it's all there. It's on, I'm a little embarrassed on our, that I don't on know our, what on our site, but all the videos <laughs> yeah. are there. You can watch Emily exactly with her coverage. Um, so again, lots happened um, over you know within 27 hours. That's how short his visit is, yeah. and he had a lot of meetings uh, with the uh, you know civil authorities, with the president, with the Grand Imam of Al Azhar. Um, but one of the most significant uh, things that happened that weekend was the common declaration that he yes. signed with uh, the Pope of the Coptic Orthodox Church, Pope Tawadros Tawadros II. Exactly. And so, um, you know, within that, uh, some of the things he recalled, for example, were uh, the meeting that Pope Paul VI had with the former uh, Coptic Orthodox Pope uh, Shenouda III in the 1970s. And and there also they had signed a common declaration, you know, and he, he spoke about the deep bond of friendship and fraternity that's existed between the churches for centuries which is expressed through prayer liturgical practices uh, veneration of the same martyrs and saints um, but he did bring there are a few other things that were brought up uh, you know that that unite them um, he spoke about profession of one faith in the triune God um, yep. belief in the divinity of Jesus um, the sacraments uh, veneration of the Virgin Mary and he also spoke about baptism yes which was, you know, pretty significant. Yeah, it is. It mm-hmm. is because, I mean, uh, as I think a lot of our listeners will, will know, maybe, maybe they don't. But mm-hmm. as long as people, I mean, there's one baptism. You yes. don't, if you're mm-hmm. baptized in a Christian church, in the Anglican church or uh, the United Church, if you're baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit with water, which is the formula, then that's that's it. You don't need to re- be rebaptized if you uh, join a different Christian mm-hmm. uh, uh, denomination or faith. So um, uh, that was not the case with the Coptic Church. Um, so now, in case there's any doubt th- that the Joint Declaration says that there's one baptism and there's going to be, right. there will not be any rebaptism with the, uh, the the Orthodox Coptic Church. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So um, it was actually it was a, it's a short document um, and. Uh, yeah, again, just just a, a beautiful gesture between. Um, yeah, it is between both, uh, both popes. More, more than a gesture because it's yeah. a sign. It's a it's yes. a it's a move towards unity. Yes, exactly. Um, and again, that joint declaration is where Emily on our website, on our blog. Yes, exactly. SaltonLightTV.org. Exactly. Now, um, moving on uh, to the Pope's monthly prayer intention. Okay. Um, so oh, this yeah. this month in May. Yes, yes, exactly. I know. I can't believe it's the first week of May. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Already. So um, his prayer for this month is for Christians in Africa hmm. that he says that they, in imitation of the merciful Jesus, may give prophetic witness to reconciliation, justice, and peace. And 
we come to what you've been waiting for, What's Pedro. happening next weekend. So, exactly. So uh, the Pope is going to Fatima. Yeah. Um, as we know, it's the 100th anniversary, or maybe as we don't know, but it is yeah, the 100th is. Yeah. anniversary of the apparitions of the Virgin Mary to the shepherd children in Fatima. And so there are two major events that are happening next weekend. One of them, uh, we're just talking about it. He'll be praying the rosary and blessing the candles. There's always a procession uh, in Fatima. And so he'll be, he'll be praying the rosary there. Um, candlelight uh, procession right uh, prayer of yeah Uh Um, and so and then the second thing is that he will be canonizing um, Jacinta and Francisco Francisco Marto who are two of the shepherd children um, yes the two children that died I think one of them died two years after the apparitions in 2019 and the other one died the following year Mm -hmm. um, as Mary had told them that they Mm -hmm. would um, so that's pretty significant. A hundred years since the apparitions of Fatima, the Pope's going to be there. Salt and Light will be covering it. I think, I think I'm doing the coverage. Um, so I'll, I should be, <laughs> I, I should be there on TV. You can watch, of course, all of that uh, on Salt and Light Television or streaming it on our website, saltandlighttv.org. Thank you, Emily. Yes. Emily Callan, as she's told you, you can watch her on Vatican Connections every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Salt and Light TV or also on demand at saltandlighttv.org and also on our Roku channel. Hi, this is Stephen Reese from Longelous and you're listening to the Salt and Light Hour with Deacon Pedro. Listen to this podcast again at saltandlighttv.org slash radio or you can download the podcast off iTunes in about five minutes. What's the best Fatima film? Now it's time for... Church for Dummies. I don't know why that makes me laugh so you all, always all the laugh time. Anyway. It's very funny. <laughs> um, so Church for Dummies, Billy, you wanted to... Last week you said you wanted to learn about the Mass, and then now you want to he- learn about Mary? No, it's because of they, they are, they are connected because of Fatima, how, how, right? Because of the 100 years of Fatima. Okay. How, so I really want to, you know, join them together. Like, you know, I, I started the, 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 the Mass, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not started. I'm start talking about the Mass. But... And when I look at that, how come Mary only appear run once oh. in the mass? Ma- oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Mary only appears once. Appear once in the mass. Yeah, I bet you this could be a question for our for our listeners. Where in the mass does Mary appear? Uh, um, so I mean, I, I know it's in the Eucharistic prayer. Yeah. Um, and and it's a very good question. Yes. But I would tell you why. Can you tell me why? Because the mass <laughs> is not about Mary. What? The mass is not about Mary, <laughs> Billy. But, but our we, faith you know, is not about Mary. You know, Catholic put a lot of attention yeah, uh, to Mary, right? You know, yeah. but mass is very important for us. Is 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 one of the most important um, um, events? Can the you say that event? Yeah. Uh, for for Catholic yes. to go, but Mary is important too. But yeah. you know, no. Why? I I I love this idea that Mary is present yeah. at every Mass. Yeah. But we believe that the saints and all the angels are present at yeah, every, every Mass as well. Saints. But maybe Mary uh, is present. She, she's a more prominent participating, but she's celebrating the same way that everybody else is celebrating the Mass, participating in the Mass. Did you know that it's not even appropriate to sing a Marian hymn during Mass? Really? Yeah, because the Mass... Really? I remember. If it's a Marian feast, maybe you could, you know, Our Lady of Lourdes, you could sing Immaculate Mary as a uh-huh. closing hymn, which technically is actually after the Mass. It's already done. Yeah, the, the Mass, mass is done. done. Mm-hmm. Um, so you shouldn't be singing like a song for Mary at communion because it's not... 
it's not about marriage. I had a guy once ask me. I, I have a very Portu- uh, Portuguese, large very Portu- Portuguese. Portuguese community in my parish, and uh, this man he always he always talks to me after mass, and he said, um, "Why, why don't you ever p- preach in your homilies about about Mary?" But you can you? Well, I I can if Mary is in the readings because the homily first has to be about the the readings. Yeah, yeah. So even if I want to talk about something else like a pro-life theme or social justice I need to make that connection with the readings because this homily has to be scriptural so if we're if it's the feast of the annunciation and yeah, I want to talk can. about how Mary said yes then yeah I can talk about Mary but I'm not going to randomly talk about Our Lady of Fatima just because I have Portuguese people and because I have a devotion to Fatima if it's not connected to the readings now if it's May 13th and it's the 100th anniversary of Fatima <laughs> and I'm preaching at that mass I may can. I may say something you know like uh, December 12th Our Lady of Guadalupe I might make a connection with Our Lady of Guadalupe but still that that homily has to be about Christ ultimately it has to be about God and how 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 Christ's how the incarnation is making a difference in my life as a, as a Catholic and Mary can be an example the same way that any other saint can be an example but I can't I shouldn't be making the homily all about Mary it's very interesting because you know we always pay a lot of attention to Mary but we are yes. not putting Mary into no. our mass that much my goddaughter no. actually asked yeah. me a really cute question how old is uh, she? She's now ten, okay. so it's it's a it's a time to actually talk about faith right now. Right, yeah, yeah. And she asked, you know, Billy, how come when we say in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen, and there's no Mary? What? How come there's no Mary? That's funny. That's very. What funny. did you tell her? I said, <laughs> I said, oh come on. I said because Mary is not God. Good you answer. Know, not God. <laughs> good answer. That's a good question. It's wow. a very good question. Yeah. So you know when when we think about you know Fatima, uh, Fatima, yeah, Our Lady of Fatima, you know we uh, I'm thinking about uh, what is the relationship. Yeah, ultimately, uh-huh. ultimately, and I mean I don't know why Mary appears or has appeared or why God allows her to appear. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but ultimately the message of any apparition or of any. A devotion to Mary uh-huh. is to lead us to her son Jesus. Okay. Mary always says, "Come to my son, become close to my son." And if we get close to Mary, is because getting close to Mary is going to get us close to her son. The most significant scripture passage that I think about Mary is when Jesus says, "Who is my mother? Mm. She's not my mother. It's it's the ones who've said yes. They're the ones that are blessed. You know. So so Mary at that point becomes not just the mother." or not the mother anymore but she becomes a disciple and that I think is the real that the Mary significant because she said yes in the same way that all of us need to say yes I don't know thank you that's what I think for answering me my question okay there you go Mary in the mass Mary only <laughs> appears once at mass thank you Billy Chan Billy Chan a seasoned radio host and the webmaster here at saltandlighttv.org you can follow him and ask him questions at B. Joe Chan Hi, I'm Susan Hukong-Taylor, and you're listening to the Salt and Light Hour with Deacon Pedro. My name is Deacon Pedro. If you like this program, please support us financially by becoming a monthly donor through our Guardians program. That will ensure that you can continue to listen to the Salt and Light Hour every week. You can find out more at saltandlighttv.org. And now it's time for Windows to the Soul with Sister Marie Paul Curley. Welcome back, Sister Marie Paul. 
Oh, thank you so much, Deacon Pedro. It's a joy to be here, yes, as always. Yes, I know. Thank you. Um, so with this whole, uh, I was going to say hubbub about Fatima, but I guess it's not hubbub. I mean, it's like a real important celebration that's taking place. I was looking, I actually was looking for Fatima films because I have never watched a Fatima film except for that animated, the CCCC animated version, um, The Day the Sundance, I think it's called. Um, so I'm curious to know what your ideas are on on films on Fatima if there's anyone that we should be watching before next weekend oh yeah definitely there you know there are a number of good movies out there on Fatima I haven't seen one that I really haven't liked okay but they definitely each have a different strength so on my blog I put up every movie that I know of on Fatima okay you even did one that I hadn't seen and and I reference like what who would be you know able to see it the best okay good but, my favorite of them all, and of course I'm taking it from the approach of how do we receive the message of our Blessed Mother from these films? Okay, like, yeah. Is it done in a moving way, right. in a relatable way, in a way we can apply to our lives? So I have to say that my favorite of them all is the beloved classic from 1952 by Warner Brothers, Miracle of Our Lady of Fatima. Huh. And the reason for that is how accessible it is. It's really for the whole family. It is dated in its presentation. You know, it's at Hollywood's golden era. Yeah. And it doesn't have the advantage of all the later information that we went public about Our Lady of Fatima. Right. For example, some of the uh -huh. secrets, yes. the, the, some of the aspects of the third secret, Sister Lucia's later life, etc. Yeah. But for the most part, it's amazingly accurate, um, with the exception of a few details. And they do do some dramatization with the government forces that's a little bit over the top. But right. it, it actually makes the movie really watchable because yes. you're like, oh, what's going to happen to the children? Yes. Uh, there's excellent research by the writers who insert details about the apparitions in ways that move the story forward and show the character of the children. So even the little detail that the second apparition falls on the Feast of St. Anthony, June yeah. 13th, becomes a character development for the children who refuse to go to the festival uh -huh. because they want to see Our Lady. And it, it, it's just beautifully done. I, I love this film for its focus on the children. They're very human, but they also um, are very faithful to the Lady in ways that are appealing and realistic for a, a huh. 7, 9, and 10-year-old. Yeah. Um, I think this film makes the story accessible to everyone. And there, I have seen quibbles or heard quibbles about inserting a fictional character, the character of Hugo, um, being put into the film in a major way. But I like to think that Hugo represents us in okay. whatever way we doubt or are skeptics or hold ourselves back from giving ourselves fully to God. Huh. Um, and the way Hugo is changed by his encounter with the children, you know, we too should allow the message of Fatima to change us and to help us to keep growing. Interesting. Um, the only... The only bone to pick I have with this film is how much it shows Lucia crying. I I'm sure that it was a very difficult time for her, um, with nobody believing her and her family about the, uh, the Blessed Mother appearing except right. her father. And she really bore the brunt of all the criticism because she was the oldest. But um, I, don't, I, I, I suspect that she did a lot more than cry. So there's mm -hmm. a little bit of that in the film. But otherwise, it's a great film. You really can watch it with the whole family. Um, the other really great film that I would recommend, and this would be for a general audience, for people who want to know more about Fatima or maybe don't even know much about the Fatima story, 
is a documentary. It's called Finding Fatima. Okay. It's 90 minutes. It does excerpts from a, a more recent dramatization of the story of Fatima, The 13th Day. Mm-hmm. And it's actually made by the same filmmakers who made The 13th Day, which is another wonderful dra- yeah. uh, drama on Fatima. Um, but it's especially beautiful and revealing for those who don't know the story. It's very complete. Um, it also does uh, some of the later details about, again, about the secret of Fatima. It gives a clear and beautiful explanation of that. Um, it's just, it's very well done. It's 90 minutes. Okay. And uh, so that's a good one I'd recommend. But for those of you who are really familiar with Fatima, I have something that's relatively new. I don't think too many people have seen. There's a trilogy of programs that came out from the shrine at Fatima itself uh, a year and a half ago or two years ago. They're officially approved by the shrine. And my favorite of the three, and it's, it's now my favorite documentary on Fatima, is called The Three Shepherds of Fatima. And it focuses on just on the lives of the three children. It's just under an hour, so it's not a long watch, but it's really wonderful for those who want insights into the lives of, you know, they're the youngest saints ever to be canonized who aren't martyrs. And, you know, I've read and prayed about Fatima for years, and I learned new details or new insights in how their, their, even their personalities played into how they responded to Mary's invitation to pray for the world, to do penance, and to offer themselves to to the Lord, and and to dedicate themselves really to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Okay. So it's it's a beautiful, and I could give you examples, but uh, it's just it's yeah. really really great. Um, okay. I'll have links to all of these films on my website. Uh, most of them you can get from our Pauline Book and Media mm-hmm. Centers that are around North America. I think all of them actually yes. are available, um, but they're just. They're beautiful, beautiful films, and it's a great way to reinforce the message of Fatima for us, you know, to watch a film like this. Okay, good. So you mentioned Miracle of Our Lady of Fatima. That's the classic 1952 from Warner Brothers. You also mentioned two documentaries, Finding Fatima and the third of the trilogy, The Three Shepherds of Fatima. And uh, we're going to direct people to your blog, windows2thesoul.wordpress.com, so you can... uh, uh, find out where you can see. You actually also mentioned another one, the thirteenth day, but uh, that was not. Well that's I'll not. Have yes, a reference to that you'll have well. a reference to that. Okay, thank you very much. Happy Our Lady of Fatima. Yes, I'm. We're really excited about celebrating that. We have a pilgrim statue going through the convent oh, good. in just many, many beautiful ways of honoring and thanking our Blessed Mother. Amen. Okay, Sister Marie Paul. She's with the Congregation of the Daughters of Saint Paul, and you can read her blog at windows to the soul and also follow her at Sister M Paul. Coming up in our second half hour, Queen of Heaven, Mary's Battle for You, and we catch up with singer-songwriter Jesse Manabusen, so stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Salt and Light Hour Part 2. I'm Deacon Pedro. Mary is perhaps one of the most loved figures of all times. She may be the most famous woman that ever lived, but she's also one of the most misunderstood women. Even among Catholics, I think, who love her, there are many questions about Mary and why she is so important for Catholics. There is now a parish program that explores all these questions. Queen of Heaven, published by St. Benedict Press, includes some four hours of documentary-style videos on Mary, filmed in multiple locations around the world, uh, and with contributions from 15 experts. 
The host of the program is actor Leonardo De Filippis, whose name you may recognize, and I'm very happy to have the excuse to welcome Leonardo back on the Salt and Light Hour to tell us all about it. Leo, welcome back to the Salt and Light Hour. Oh, thank you so much. It's so great to be with you and all your all your listeners. Absolutely. So, um, uh, Queen of Heaven is St. Benedict's St. Benedict Press's biggest undertaking up to date, correct? That is correct. So tell us about Very it. Why is it so? It, oh, it's 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 because it's comprehensive, or because it's large. I mean, you guys were filming all over the place. How how does it work? Yeah, well, I think it's, it's a very ambitious project. Yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me why. Well, I think it's it's, it's ambitious um, because there, as you mentioned in your introduction, a lot of people don't understand here. So that we're, what we're doing is is an eight part series, video mm-hmm. series for parishes, but it's also for personal use too. Uh, but it takes us through, it's, it's called, the title is Queen of Heaven, Mary's Battle for You. Right. So that there's a real sense that Our Lady, like the Blessed, like, like our, our, our Lord, Jesus Christ, you know, gave his life for us and, and is always in battle for us, obviously. Right. But Mary, too, is the mother of Jesus, the mother of God, is also, there's, there's drama to this story. Okay, there's yeah. drama to this woman from the very beginning. So you're going to see a very comprehensive approach to it in the, in the sense that the series begins really with, if you want to look at it from a documentary, from a lesson point of view, right. and a historical uh, documentary style in presentation, you're really going to deal with, ta- with before time begins okay. in, in the cosmos, so that Mary's prefigurement uh, is, is way before you know, just when she's born. Interesting. So we have a sense of the of uh, before that we call it the woman. The the battle begins. The woman and the serpent. Yeah. Then we have uh, the you know the Annunciation, the day creation held its breath, meaning that she becomes the mother of God. Jesus is 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 conceived, and then we go through the life of Jesus you know, right. on, in in the sorrowful mother in terms of on the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his time. So all of that is based in Scripture. Uh-huh. And then once we leave Scripture, meaning we go into the other part of uh, Catholicism, of right. course, the, is, is sacred tradition and right. history. The mother How of the Church. How she yeah. lays herself out in history and the major events, especially the things that are approved by the Church. Right. You know, in, in terms of early history, how her, her role as Mother of God is defined. Mother of the Church, mother is you know mother of uh, of Jesus, mother. So all those different titles until we get to those, you know, to see the di- different things that happened with Lepanto, the French Revolution. You've got Our Lady Guadalupe. You've got Our Lady of Lourdes, and, Lady and then in the modern area, particularly, you have Our Lady of Fatima. Yeah, okay, and, and with the consecration and, and all the all the way up to um, you know. John Paul II and uh, Pope Benedict. Yeah. Okay. So when you said it was comprehensive, you really meant it was comprehensive. Um, is it? You mentioned that it's 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 a video series, but it works as a. So is the idea that it's like an eight week kind of parish study program that, that I could do in my parish with a yes. with a with you a guy. Bring this to the parish, and it's a great. It has a, it has a beautiful uh, book that yeah. study guide that comes with it. Beautifully done. And I have it right in front of me. And then there's a leadership guide. Mm-hmm. You also have that so that whoever is conducting it to help you, if you're in, in, inexperienced or experienced, it helps you walk you through the whole thing. Right. So it's very... You can actually do this, you know, and and, and, and see it and, and get involved. And it's a, a great program. And then people keep coming back and they... we've I've heard some very good comments. 
Right. So so the idea, I mean, as you said, people can do it also privately, but the idea is that you can do it as a, as a, in a parish every week with a leader. The leader doesn't have to be an expert on Mary because you guys are providing all the experts through the videos and the content on the in the books. Exactly. And, it, and yeah, so it's 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 very simple that way. But then again, when obviously what's so nice about the parish, you're doing things in community. In community, absolutely. You have ways to talk about it. Yeah. You know, those who know a little bit more about their faith and sacred tradition, say scripture and mm-hmm. others who don't. So you you know, um we can help uh, those who know more and those who know less. Yeah. And in a sense of community and and then it it also can involve uh you know, uh, other leaders in, in in a parish. As absolutely. We have, you know, be it yourself, like a deacon. Yeah, so absolutely. Can slip in, listen, and maybe and be, be able to yeah. give some feedback too. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, and if the parish priest at any time, he can kind of slip in too. So, but I think yeah. it's a great thing for the laity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. To, to really, because all of us, you know, as Saint Jerome says, ignorance of Scripture is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, is ignorant of Christ. Of yeah. Christ. Yes, absolutely. So it works really well as a parish program, and I think a lot of parishes love this kind of thing because it makes it really easy for them. Now, um, you you mentioned that you do talk about the apparitions, especially those three main ones: Guadalupe, Lourdes, and of course you 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 singled out Fatima because as the contemporary, I mean, uh, the contemporary one, or if you can say more. And we, as you know, we're celebrating the 100th anniversary this year. Exactly. Um, maybe maybe I can ask you because of the anniversary, why? Is Our Lady of Fatima significant? That apparition, well, those I think apparitions. It's, I think it's significant because it is. Uh, it's it's one of the the great prophetic things of the modern era. Meaning, uh-huh. it, the the prophecies of the war, the prophecies of the Pope. Right. Uh, you know, John Paul II being the the person, mm-hmm. that the actual Pope that's going to be who's going to be uh, have to have sacrifices and suffering. Right. And who's going to help? I think. What we're entering is into an age of consecration, you uh-huh. know, consecration to the Immaculate Heart. Right. Who has said that is it going all the way back in time that the woman will crush the head of the serpent? So we have a sense that if we consecrate ourselves in this modern era to Mary, the Mother of God, the Mother of the Church, the Mother of Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, the spouse of the Holy Spirit, the Immaculate Conception, we will be able to help more fully understand our humanity, but also the divinity of Christ. Yeah, see, that's... And I think uh, yeah. that's what... So that we will have more... You know, we have this whole thing of divine mercy, Jesus, I trust yeah, in you. Yeah. This whole thing will come even more deeper with a consecration to the Blessed Mother. And so our, Fat- our Lady of Fatima is a time when you hear, you know, that the Pope needs to consecrate the world. The world, yeah. And you're seeing this, say, in different countries, you know, we have Canada, we have America, we have, yeah. uh, you know, we have uh, Mexico, say, and we're trying to say, can we consecrate our people, our countries, Yes, you know, uh, geographically, but the Pope, meaning John Paul II at the time, wanting to consecrate it for the first time to everything, and it's not, and it is a contrast, he says, Mary battles for you, Yeah, right, the Queen of Heaven, mm-hmm. well, what happened again, a hundred years it's the hundredth anniversary of communism. Yeah, the hundredth anniversary First of World Fatima, War, yeah. and it also is the hundredth anniversary of Saint Maximilian Kolbe, huh. who started the Militia Immaculate, right. and that is all about consecration. Absolutely, it's the fulfillment of the of the Fatima call. Absolutely. So yeah. there's a lot of modern tangents happening here with a lot of Polish connections. No, that's true, and and I think I mean the more you, as you said, you can't really understand church. 
fully and in a way you can't understand Christ if you don't understand Mary. And I think a lot of people don't understand that, myself included sometimes. Um, um, but the, the, the Mary, it's all about Christ and it's all about Christ. It's all about leading right. us to Christ. Ultimately. We always think Christ, but you know when you think about it, and it may happen, who knows, when we go, because it is a mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, the commandments, the four, you know, honor thy father and thy mother. Yeah. Well, Jesus yeah. is an obedient son. They Absolutely. call him the son of God for a reason. Yeah. And I bet you when we go to heaven, you know, he's, he's a courteous man, I would imagine, our yeah. God. Yes. And he's probably going to do what we do in every family, you introduce your mother. Right. Interesting. And he's going to be very courteous to say, this is, this is my, my mother. mother. Yeah. Behold the woman. What a great and, image. Uh, and, and not just himself, you know. Yeah, what a so great image. I think image. it's going to be, I think that's something, and I would say that's true for me too, even though, I'll, uh, like yourself, I've been around church circles, I've been around the scriptures, I've memorized gospels, performed them, performed saints, mm-hmm. etc. But we still know so little about the mother of God yes. because we don't take the time to reflect upon it. Yes, and that's good. So that's what the what this study program is all about. Um, I'm going to end with with putting you on the spot, Leonardo. So, of all the Marys, all the titles that Mary has, all the which which one's your favorite? Well, you know, I've grown more to to love the Immaculata. Really, uh, and that may be because I perform have performed Saint Maximilian Kolbe for okay. twenty years. Yeah, uh, and and he, that's what he called her, the Immaculata, yes, the Immaculate which is Conception, an affectionate name for the Immaculate Conception. Yeah, yeah. Well. And so, uh, for some reason, we before any show I do or some crisis, I say, or when we have a challenge, I'll say all for the Immaculata, which Amen. is just a, a saying. Absolutely. But you know, I would say that I. I remember a priest always saying to me, always start mentioning her as the mother of God. Yes. You know, cause in this, because in this ecumenical world and the device, diverse uh-huh. world, she really is ultimately the mother of the God. She yes. is the Theotokos. Amen. Okay, we're going to leave it there, but thank you so much for telling us a bit about this new program and uh, for, for coming back on the program. It's good to hear your voice, my friend. Oh, it's very good to hear your voice. Take All right, care. thank you. Leonardo de Filippis is a lifelong actor and the founder and director of St. Luke Productions. He's produced, directed, and acted in dozens of productions, including Vianney and Maximilian, Saint of Auschwitz. He also starred, directed, and produced the feature film Therese. He is the co-host of Queen of Heaven. You can learn more about this new parish study program on Mary at St. Benedict Press. Here now is our featured Artist of the Week, Jesse Manabusen, with God So Loved from his new album with Ken Canedo, Fish With Me. Oh, you 
shall have eternal life. Yes, you shall have eternal Jesse Manabusen with God So Loved from his new album with Ken Canedo, Fish With Me. The last time Jesse Manabusen was on the Salt and Light Hour was in May 2010 after his album Life You're Living came out. Ken Canedo was last on our program in October 2014 after his book The Folk Mass Revolution came out. Now Jesse and Ken have collaborated many times before. In fact, one of their collaborations is a song called Fish With Me. So it's not surprising that they're back at it again and that at this time the whole album is titled Fish With Me. And joining me now to tell us more all the way from Portland, Oregon is Jesse Manabusen. Jesse, welcome back to the Sultan Light Hour. Hey, thanks Pedro. Good to be with you. Yeah, good to hear your voice again. So, um I'm just going to jump right in because a lot of the songs in the album have scriptural themes. You know, fish with me, be with my Lord, God so love, where shall we go? You know, those are things that either Jesus said or somebody said to Jesus. So would you say that that is the theme of this new album? 
Well, it you know, when Ken and I started working on it, we have two uh, specific skill sets. Ken is remarkable at pulling scripture okay. and writing verses and choruses based on scripture. And, and I can do the same, but that's not really my super skill set. Mine is to take what Ken has done and then add a verse that might be from our experience. So it would be scripture speaking to us and then a verse um, from uh, that would be in our experience. So it's really a collaboration. Ken and I really loved working together in that in that way. Right, but did you want to like write specific songs that were scripturally based, or you just figured that you would you, that that ended up being the case because that's what Ken does really well? I think so. I think it was that. I mean, there's there you know some of the songs that I had written. Uh, there are two songs that I wrote that were based on life experience but there were uh-huh. you could tell where the scripture comes in on the choruses so yeah of course um yeah did you um i'm curious about the collaboration i know you and ken have worked a lot before in the past ken's a talented composer as well a musician you're also a musician composer singer um how does that work do you guys sit together in a room and like hit each other over the head with a guitar or do you like do it <laughs> remote because you don't live together i mean you're in a different state no but you know what's funny pedro is we don't sit in the same room, even for uh, Love Never Fails, which was 20 years right. old. Yeah, wow. You know, we both lived maybe 10 minutes apart, him in Oakland, me in Alameda. Uh-huh. And then we, and then we did the, the um, uh, Love Never Fails when he moved to Portland and I moved to Texas. Right. So we have a really unique writing style. Uh, it's a perfect collaboration because we use the technology and... Well, you know, Ken will often write something and then go here and pass it on to me, and then I'll pass it back to him. So it's it's really a unique and fun way to collaborate. Right. And do you do you both write music as well as lyrics, or does Ken do more of the music and you do more lyrics? It's both. Yeah. Both and. Yeah. Ken is the Ken is a completely has the notation and the 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 fundamentals of music. I'm. I'm what I like to refer to as a hack. I learned to play by ear. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a Catholic hack. Right. That's what we. That's what we all need, Ken Canedo. <laughs> um, um, would you say that the songs of the album are intended mainly for liturgical use? Um, n- prime. There's a large number of songs that are that are definitely intended for liturgy. Um, there might be some folks that might say. That might argue that point, but we did write specifically for songs to be used uh, for liturgy. Right. And so there's a songbook, like I can get the sheet music somewhere. Yeah, you can get the songbook, the physical songbook or CD. You can download the octavo or the sound or the songbook, and, and you can uh, get it on iTunes as well. Oh, good. The the book you can get on iTunes, you mean? Or no, yep. Yeah? Oh. Not the book, no. but the... the um, <laughs> The music. Okay, good. I was going to say, wow, that's a new thing in iTunes. You can get books. Um, um, why did you go with, I mean, you wrote Fish With Me, uh, I don't know how long ago, the actual song with Ken. Yeah, it's over 20 years old. So that's, yeah, that was. So why was Fish With Me a good title for the whole album, this album? Why Fish With Me for the good title? Well, hey, listen, uh, Ken just walked into the room. What? Ken just Ken Canedo is here. Ken, you want Ken to is in the us? Ken is in We're the doing building. A video interview. Ken, hey, I'm gonna pass, are you I'm serious? Gonna pass Ken over to you, Pedro. Uh, okay, Ken Canedo, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Pedro. Ken, 
Yeah. I mean, I knew Jesse was in Portland. So um, why I was just asking Jesse, why why is Fish With Me a good title for the whole album? Like, why did you want to resuscitate that old song? Well, you know, um, I wrote Fish With Me for my youth group when I lived in California. It was the late 1990s in Moraga, California. Yeah. Only had three chords, good rock beat, and song about discipleship, a song about being called, like the fishermen were called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we put it on Love Never Fails, a 2003 album, and surprise, surprise, it became one of the most popular songs every time yeah. we performed it, and especially Jesse performed it on his own. It just yes. had such a great reaction. So um, years went by, and we realized when we were in the Philippines for Pope Francis's visit that we hadn't done anything for a while. Let's do a new album. Mm-hmm. So we thought, you know, Let's do Fish With Me, because we were performing it there at the papal events, uh-huh. and use that as a springboard for this album, because being called, uh, being and the discernment of our call with the Lord, going out in the ministry, that's the foundation of it all. Right. You know, that's where these songs came from. Right, yeah, I, and, I, and I see that with some of the titles, you know. Um, um, I mentioned them earlier, the whole, you know, um, Be With Me, Lord, or Lord, where shall, where shall we go kind of thing. Um, are, are kind of along those themes. Um, um, I, I mentioned earlier that I knew Jesse was in Portland. Of course, you're in Portland. I should have known that. Um, th- because you guys are doing a tour? What, what Are you doing a tour on the album? Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, Jesse's here in Portland right now. We're doing this mini tour in the Northwest. We've got a couple of dates here in Portland, and we're going up to Washington State on Sunday to Fort Lewis Military Base. Okay. And we have several dates coming up this summer, too, around the country. So definitely uh, that's part of our plan, uh-huh. part of our ministry. Very cool. So you would be also, I guess, to promote the album, but to do other stuff. Oh, yeah. Love to come up to Canada someday. You should. I was just thinking I, the last, not the last time I saw Jesse or you, but I remember the last time probably that I saw you together was in Canada in Peterborough, Ontario. I believe Jesse was doing a concert, and you were on. You were playing piano. You were playing keys for that concert. I'm pretty sure, if you remember that. I don't know. That was also a long time ago. <laughs> I'm thinking World Youth Day. <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, um, uh, I know that you and you and I are going to be talking in the weeks to come about another album that you've been involved with that that whole Catholic Relief Services album so I know that you've been busy but I was going to ask Jesse if kind of what other things he's been working on so I don't know if you want to pass the phone back yeah, back yeah, to him put you back with him yeah let good to good to talk to you Ken good talking to you man God bless you yes. God bless your ministry yes, yes Jesse. thank you Jesse Hey Pedro. So um, this album, obviously, you've you've just completed this album. You're doing a little touring with it. Uh, any new things that we should be knowing about that are coming down the pipes? Any new albums or tours that you're working on? Well, you know, we're Ken and I are always involved in things with other uh, other composers and whatnot. We're trying to get our social media act together. Get this, you know, <laughs> trying to get this yes. stuff out there to to a, a wider group of folks and take advantage of a good use of technology but yes you know um we've we've got i think we've got projects on the definitely on the side shelf and the back shelf and the front shelf for sure good good so you make sure you let us know so we can uh, benefit from the fruits of your labor my friend 
Um, so yeah. good to talk to you. Uh, we're going to leave it there. And, and so cool that, that Ken showed up. <laughs> so uh, awesome. thanks, uh, thanks for coming on the show and good to talk to you both. Likewise. God bless, Pedro. Okay. That was singer-songwriter Jesse Manibusen and his collaborator and friend Ken Canedo. Their latest album um, is titled Fish With Me, published by Oregon Catholic Press. You can go get it at ocp.org, and you can also learn more about Jesse Manibusen at his website, jessemanibusen.com. Here now is Jesse Manibusen with Where Shall We Go from that new album with Ken Canedo, Fish With Me. Where shall we go? Who shall we follow? You have the words of everlasting life. You are the Christ, the Holy One of God. Whom shall we follow, Lord, but you? Jesus said, I am the bread of life. We're listening to Jesse Manibusen with Where Shall We Go from his new album with Ken Canedo, Fish With Me. And that will take us to the end of the program. Remember that if you tuned in late, you can stream or podcast all our Salt and Light Hour programs for free at saltandlighttv.org slash radio. And that's also where you can learn about all featured artists and guests. Remember to write to us to tell us who your favorite Mary is. Write to me via Facebook or Twitter at Deacon Pedro. Send questions for Church for Dummies to Billy at Bijochan. And you can also reach me, Emily Callen, on Twitter at Emmy Callen. Thank you for listening. I'm Deacon Pedro. And I'm Emily Callen. And this has been the, the Salt, Salt and Light, Light Hour. Hour. The of the world. Where shall we go? Who shall we follow? You have the words of everlasting life. You are the Christ, the Holy One of God. Shall we follow Lord but you? Jesus said, Those who live in me, I will raise them up on the last day. Where shall we go? Whom shall we follow? You have the words of everlasting life. You are the Christ, the Holy One of God. Whom shall we follow, Lord, but you? Jesus said, my words are spirit.